¿Qué onda, mi gente? Bienvenidos back to Motivation. I'm your host, Mota. Let's get into it. So, my birthday passed not too long ago, on the 26th. I don't know when this is going to come out, but when y'all see it, some time has passed. I had a lot of birthdays during the week. I had my tío, my sobrina, mine, my primo, um, my other primo, like all of us all within like five days, five, six days. But, you know, it was a fun weekend, got to see some family, got to see some friends, and yeah, I'll get into that later, though. I also want to let y'all fools know that next week we're going to have our next guest. It'll be someone y'all haven't met before. I hope y'all like him, get to see some new things about a new person, some new perspective. And I think we have some interesting questions that we're going to dive in some good conversation about. So stay tuned for that. Orale. Ya para entrar en el Pregunta del Día, today we're going to be talking about... What are the lessons that being 23 has taught me? Now, I'm 24 now, and over the last year, I have learned a lot, but some things more than others, and I came up with like a short list, and we're just going to go through it, maybe give a little bit of explanation, but I don't really want to go into too much detail, just because some of them are hard lessons that I didn't really want to learn, but you know, got to be exposed somehow, you know? But you don't get to choose when you learn these lessons, nor when they are taught to you. So my first one is my boundaries are very important to me and who I am as a person, what I wanted to be doing, especially like career wise or how I'm talking to people, conversating, how people conversate with me, you know, how I interact with others, just all, all these different things. Like, you know, my boundaries are kind of strict. I like to make sure that I'm not getting taken advantage of. People around me aren't getting taken advantage of. I don't like being overworked. I don't like getting my needs like dismissed or minimized, like any of that type of stuff. I just, I, I don't like my boundaries being crossed. Next is to step into discomfort. There's a lot of moments where I feel like I normally would have said no, rejected it, or like not pursued something because of comfort or fear, but I really try to step into discomforting situations to grow as a person. I put myself in conversations I don't really want to be in, or I will reflect on things I don't want to reflect on. I'll have, you know, meaningful interactions with people that maybe I shouldn't, not shouldn't, but... I didn't want to have, but they were necessary in order for that relationship to be resolved or come to a solution or move forward or whatever, you know, but all of that, it, it takes risk and it's not the easiest all the time, but we all eventually will need to face some of these things that we either avoid or we've been putting off. We can have whatever we want. You just have to go get it. Now, that's obviously easier said than done. It takes time, takes process, takes effort and consistency. So next is anything can happen. And I mean anything. Whatever the situation is, whatever knowledge you know about somebody, something, a topic, whatever, you don't know everything and anything can change, anything can happen. So just be ready for the unexpected to come. Doesn't mean you need to live in fear. Doesn't mean you need to consistently be paranoid about what's going on, what's going to happen, but don't expect an outcome and don't expect anything from anyone, anything. Having expectations for something is a very easy way to be disappointed, especially if those expectations are not met. And sometimes expectations set on other people are unrealistic. We cannot expect somebody to act like this. We can't expect somebody to react like us you can't expect anybody to give you what you want or 
respond how you want, whatever. You can't change how a person is. That person is going to come as they are, and you have to either accept them or you don't. And you either have to work through it or you don't. And that's fine. Either one is fine. You don't have to work through everything. You don't have to fix everything. Sometimes you can just come to an understanding, and that's that. ¿Entiendes? Órale, pues. I got two more points, and my first point is life moves too fast, and you never know when your last day is with somebody. That, man, whew, that, is, that is rough. I have had some hard losses over the past year. I've had two, two deaths in the past year that have kind of impacted me, one more than the other. Um, and it's really left me in a weird headspace, like... I don't know if I fully process everything. I don't know if I've, you know, hashed out my emotions about things. But I do know that I want to cherish the moments I have with those that are around me. I want to cherish the times I get with those people, their blessings. You know, your time is valuable. Mi tiempo es oro. It's gold. So, you know, when I choose to spend my time with you, it's because I genuinely care and want to be there. I don't believe in like wasting my time in situations I don't really want to be in and I also value the time that others give to me because they don't have to give me their time no one's entitled to anybody's time and when I get to spend time with people I just want to value those moments because you don't know that those moments are your moments to connect with others and you don't always get those moments And you never know when that moment you're connecting when that person is going to be the last time you're connecting with them. It's, I don't know. Don't spend your time in resentment and anger and frustration with somebody. Like, you just don't want to end on that. You want to leave with the comfortability knowing I said what I needed to. They know that I appreciate them. And I think the biggest one that I feel like people neglect to tell their friends and family is that they love them mainly like friends I would say I feel like a lot of families for the most part are willing to say I love you I know there's families that don't say specifically but you know in those situations like you know please verbalize that you know people need to hear that and then your friends your friends need to hear that that you know I love you like you know to all my compas all my home homies homegirls all y'all Like, I love y'all. I really do. I don't say it enough. I don't get to express that to you guys all the time. I don't know. I got put in a very, very different headspace after everything happened this last year. And I just have a very new appreciation or gratitude for time. And my last point of growth or, you know, a lesson learned or whatever is I still have growing to do. A lot of growing to do. No, no soy perfecto. Tengo más que hacer, más que aprender. More conversations that need to be had with not only myself, but with other people. There's just more that needs to be done. And I can get there. I can get there. It takes, you know, hard work from myself, help from others, you know, help me kind of talk through things sometimes. You can't learn everything on your own. You have to have help from others. Some people are going to have a different perspective that may help you. So just be open to the fact that others can help and open to help in general, too. Don't get stuck with, I can do everything on my own. I don't need nobody. I'm whatever. 
I know it's not easy to trust people all the time, but you can trust people enough to at least help you a little bit. You don't have to fully let them in, fully trust them to have them help you, if that makes sense. I know a lot of people that help me. Like, I do trust them. I do, you know, appreciate that the things that they do for me, but I don't always 100% trust. But that's my own personal things that have happened to me, my own experiences that have caused me not to trust as much as I would want to. But that is being worked on my, you know, the way I think is being worked on my perspective, my lifestyle, like everything is, it's, it's all being worked on. It's a slow work in progress, just like everything else, your body, just like a house would need time to be built. It needs time to be developed. And, you know, I, I just need, I need time just like everybody else. We all need time and be intentional with that time. I'm going to be working on things intentionally, you know, putting things in place to have a reason why I'm doing something, not just because I heard that it was good for me. And I've also found that when I plan ahead or if I start thinking about the future, it kind of motivates me more. So really just looking ahead, having a plan, thinking about what I can do more, how can I help myself get forward and how can I also keep myself relaxed? Because being relaxed and learning to relax is very, very important, too. And ultimately, just making sure that you are keeping your cup full as much as you can, especially when this world moves so fast and there's so many things that change every day. You never know what's going to happen. So learning the tools that can help you get through every day is very, very important. I think the main takeaway for having to grow still is I still have a lot that I can do internally and intentionally to help myself do better. I haven't done all of them all the time because, you know, anybody that knows on a self care or, you know, self healing journey, like, you know, it goes in waves, you know, it's not always a straight path. You will have your ups and downs and I've had my well share of, you know, ups and downs and it's, it's a rocky road half the time. You don't, it's hard. So just trying to do your thing, find what works for you, keep yourself sane continuously take accountability for the things that you can do better and then implement those changes. It's not going to be perfect. You ain't always going to see like the growth right away and you're not going to see the mistakes right away either. Sometimes we need to make choices and see the result of it for us to learn from that. I don't even know if that makes sense, but just keep doing things and eventually you'll find something that works for you. Don't give up hope because we can get discouraged very easy if one thing doesn't work and this doesn't work. So screw it. I'm just going to go back to my old habits that, you know, those work, even though they're unhealthy, they still work. Whatever. Like just ponte los pilas, échale las ganas. I have full belief in everybody that they're going to do well. So yeah, <laughs> let's get into story time with Mota. Today we're going to be explaining my birthday weekend. It was nothing like super crazy, but there was a lot of stuff that happened. I'm going to just go over a couple, you know, a couple of points like on my birthday, you know, people were telling me happy birthday. I still went to work. I was doing my thing, helping my uh, families out. And I didn't have any meetings, though. I did, you know, put that boundary. I'm not going to have no meetings on my birthday, but I will work and still do my thing, you know, put in my notes, you know, if I need to call a family or do whatever, like, you know, I'll do that. But I didn't have no, no sessions. <laughs> 
Outside of that, I went to go get some skateboard stuff. Yeah, I ended up getting like trucks, bearings, and a new board and stuff. And I think the best thing about being an adult is I have grown up money where I can buy whatever I want now. And yes, it's not always the best. I still look for the cheapest thing though because I'm broke and I don't got the money for that. So I'll, you know, ball out on a budget. <laughs> but yeah, then I, you know, I kicked it with a friend for the night. And then the next day I went to go celebrate with my sobrina. Like I said, it was her birthday too. So we went to go out to eat, took her out to El Barco and that was good. Had some good food. I also have my other sobrina with me and she's wild. Her personality is so funny. She makes me laugh all the time. I wonder what it was like when I was a kid, like from a parent's perspective, because I don't think I was like that bad. But then again, I also know I was a badass little boy and I don't know. I, I just, I would love to see me from my mom's perspective. And speaking of that, I was sitting down with my my little sobrino, and he's like the age that I would have been if my mom was my age now. So I looked at him, and I said, wow, I would have been this child in your position right now if I had a kid. And she's like, yes. Only difference is you weren't as tall as him because you were chaparro. <laughs> and, and like, yes, I, I know I'm short. Okay, mom? I know I'm short, but she don't got to bring that up. Chista is, I would have been... This year is old. What, seven? Six or seven by the time that I was like my age. I would have been in school. I know I was already making, you know, causing trouble and whatever. I was like, I, I don't I don't know how you did it. I, I really don't because I couldn't imagine having a kid right now. I, I could not. It just doesn't make sense in my head. I, I don't know. But kudos to my mom. Gracias, lo agradezco por todo. I, I was a headache. I know I was, but I still appreciate everything you did. Look at me now, sitting here talking to an audience of people that actually care of what I have to say. And then you're also sitting here listening to me. I know my mom be listening. And sometimes when I talk about stories, she'll like tell me about it. And like, she's like, oh yeah, I remember that. And sometimes I'll be talking to my mom and she doesn't remember when like certain things happened as a kid. I'm like, remember when we did this? And she's like, oh yeah. Like, or she's like, I don't remember doing that. And I think it's funny because for me, I vividly remember it because it, it happened to me for one. Nemo, sorry, I, I get off on tangents really, really easy. So after I took them back home and stuff, we were just talking, doing whatever, talking to my tío. I just found out my tío just turned 39. I've been thinking that fool's been like 32 for like years now. And after I was done talking to my tío, you know, I left. I think I was like skateboarding or I was doing something. I don't, honestly, I don't remember what I was doing for the rest of the day, to be honest. But I was just up and about doing my thing. Now, the next day, I went to hang out with a family again. I went over to their house, ate some food. Now, I was fixing my skateboards while I was there. And I was also, you know, riding around with them. And it made me realize a little bit. These kids can like do these activities that I didn't do, you know, when I was younger now. And then eventually, you know, that can be something they take on to adulthood and stuff, which is really, really cool. Also, I just want to know, do y'all look at y'all younger generation of kids and be like, dang, y'all are growing up fast, like very, very fast. Because I look at the siblings of my primo and stuff and they're all growing up so fast. One of them, he's about to be 18. The other one is already past 18 he's married too actually and i think of a different primo so like i don't know things are just wild like y'all ever just think about where y'all came from and just like how how far everything has like 
came up until now. Sorry, I, I'm not gonna go on a tangent because that that's all in my own head. It just it just it's just it's just really crazy where life takes you. So speaking of memories, on Memorial Day, it was probably my most memorable Memorial Day that I've had because my homegirl broke her ankle. Ooh, I am so sorry, by the way. I am so sorry. It was my idea. I know you were active participating. You were willingly going, but it was still my idea. And in turn, it just makes me, it just makes me feel horrible. Plus, it was my board. But I told them I was going to give them that board whenever they were ready. I don't know if they're going to anymore just because, yeah, I don't know. I even got some like PTSD type shit with that, you know? Let me explain. So the morning of Memorial Day, we're like, let's go on a walk or something. But instead, I suggested, what if we longboard slash skateboard? Like, you know, I skateboard, you longboard, whatever. And, you know, they agreed. We went to the skate park and getting confident on it. Keep in mind, they were getting confident on it. I was gaining some confidence. You know, we were both feeling ourselves a little bit. It was right in the morning. Sun's out. We're, everything's fine. It's a beautiful day. But, you know, like I said, I was getting confident. I tried something new. I ended up messing my knee up where it like it turned the wrong way. It also scraped on the ground. So like now I have a big old burn on my knee on on my other knee of the same thing. It was it was a mess. I got up. I was limping. I couldn't really do much. So I was like, okay, let me just go sit my little ass down because I just hurt myself. So I go skate over and stuff. And when I sit down, I'm like, oh, man, my body is hurting. And... I don't know, when she came, she like stepped off the board and her foot went backwards while the board went forwards and it like snapped her ankle. And then she fell. She said that like she kind of like blacked out, doesn't really remember a lot of it, but it was also really hot. And then, you know, it took a minute for the paramedics to get there. They get there. Um, this lady comes over and is helping her out at the same time, you know, got her ice pack, doing some like try to like help her first aid type stuff. And... Shout out to Cindy. Her name was Cindy. So shout out to you. But like I said, the paramedics, when they got there, they were moving her around. And this is the part where I got mad. The paramedics were like moving her ankle and like not saying anything before they did something. So like she asked, hey, can you like say something before you move my ankle? And, you know, they're still a little quiet. Don't Like it's not speaking up. And they do it again. And, you know, she's crying and like just asking for help like you know hey like you know i need you to like say something to me before you move it it is broken like you know and they still didn't really like speak up so that's when i said something and i was assertive with it the lady told me to calm down i'm like you know don't tell me to calm down i need y'all to speak up if you want me to calm down whatever you know the altercation just you know kept going but you know again she asked me to calm down but I just told them, again, you need to speak up, then I'll calm down. They spoke up. They're speaking to her directly, and they're being nice. I calmed down. That's all we were asking for from the start. So after she gets in the ambulance, I went to the hospital. I thought she was going to just come find out she was at a different hospital. So I had to, you know, hurry up, run over there, go get her. No, not go get her, but go uh, over there. I sit with her in the emergency room we're kind of talking we're laughing she's laughing but because she doesn't want to cry and you know when after she does cry then she goes back to laughing it was it was a whole it was a whole thing but i completely understand i've hurt my ankle like seven different times like i 100 percent understand like you don't what else are you supposed to do other than just kind of laugh in the moment because if you don't laugh or you don't whatever 
I'm gonna be I'm mad because this has happened. Like you know, I I I don't know. I watched her go through several like stages of grief at one time, and I remember going through all those feelings. I remember just you know, I mean, it is it's, it's like it's a situation where like you get mad because it's just like it was obviously not something I planned. So it just it's just a whole lot of feelings all at once. Like you're like, ah, what am I supposed to do now? So after we were done there at the hospital, you know, we went to go kick it there at her place, try to, you know, get her all set up, make sure she had an ice pack after I left and stuff. Cause I went to go see my friends for like a little birthday celebration. Um, we, you know, we just sat, had a couple of drinks and we're talking, but that was already planned before any of this happened. So I only left for a little bit. They had to leave too. Cause they were going to go watch that game, the basketball game. And I forgot who won, but I'm pretty sure that the dude was happy. Shout out, Tony. I'm pretty sure your team won. <laughs> but anyways, we got them set up, watched a couple of TV shows. We were talking, trying to figure some things out. And also, like, kind of explaining to them what happened to my leg because we never really, like, discussed it. And because, like, like I said, when they came up, I was about to tell them about my knee, like, how I messed it up. But then they broke their ankle. So I felt bad about even complaining about my knee, even though it hurt. And it was all burned and whatever. Like, I just, I just didn't feel like... It deserved to be spoken about that moment, if you feel what I'm saying. So that was like the conclusion of my birthday weekend. That was that was it. Honestly, I didn't do a whole lot. I had fun. Some eventful things happened and I'm really, really sorry. But I also had a lot of good things happen in the mix. Moving forward, going to try to, you know, like I said, support them. They got surgery, so they're taken care of now. They're going to be, you know, going with family or friends. I'm not exactly sure what the situation is going to be, but they're going to be taken care of. And all I can really say is I'm sorry. Ain't that from like your movie, fool, Moana, right? What can I say except you're welcome? Oh, it's your welcome. Shoot, now I'm sorry. Never mind. Never mind. I'm tripping. Orale. That's basically the week that I had for my birthday. I really appreciate y'all listening. Next week, like I said, we're going to have a guest, so stay tuned for that. Y recuerden, mi gente, protect y'all peace, and I'll see y'all fools next week. Adios.